BB's Media Production is a part of the Shellcaster Network. The proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ by members of the Churches of Christ. With your host, Stevie R. Butler. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Good evening, wherever you are in the world listening to this radio broadcast. Stevie B's Media Production presents What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. I'm your host, Stevie R. Butler, and this radio show is being broadcast from Stevie B's Media Production 
at the Carolina studio in the great state of North Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, we are just grateful for the privilege to bring you a program where we as Christians and members of the Churches of Christ can share our faith and preach and teach the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ on a weekly basis. If you'd like to contact us while we're on the air this evening, just give me a call to the live show at 713-955-0508. If you have any questions or comments for any of my special guests on this broadcast, you can send your emails to my new email address, butlersteve1009 at yahoo.com, or you can give me a call at Stevie B's New Production Studio at 910-491- Six four zero five. Now again, this program is brought to you by members of the Churches of Christ. And if you need any assistance in locating a congregation in your area, please feel free to contact us. Now, folks, get out your Bibles and study along with us here on What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Before we go into our program for this evening, I would ask that you would bow with me in the word of prayer that we may thank God for this opportunity. Our most kind, gracious, loving, heavenly Father, the Father, Lord, and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for allowing us to go through the various activities of the day and placing it on our hearts that we are on this broadcast and we're prepared now to present a portion of your holy and divine word. Father, we pray that you will be with my host on the show this evening, Kelly Fletcher, as she kicks off her new production, The Kelly Fletcher Show. And we pray that you will bless her guests that will be on the broadcast with her as well, and that they will impart some knowledge for us that we may be able to learn and grow and encourage one another and lift up and then build up one another as well during these trying times in which we are living. Father, we pray that you will be with our listeners who are tuning in to this broadcast whether it be via blog talk radio as well as through social media. We pray that they may listen well and that they may consider their eternal stance before you and that their hearts may be pricked. And it will cause them to ask the question, what must I do to be saved? Father, we thank you so much for sending the only begotten son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. We are just so grateful for his sacrifice on Calvary's cross. For without such a sacrifice, we would not have a hope of eternal life. Father, even now, we ask that you forgive us for the transgressions of our own heart. We know our flesh is weak, and we often fall short of thy will. Father, we pray that you will continue to bless us and keep us and love us all the days of our lives. And if we have been faithful unto death, Father, we pray that you will save us. For it's in Christ's name we do ask it all. Amen. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the broadcast. Now, I'm doing something a little different on tonight's broadcast. If you are just now tuning into this radio show at the top of the hour, 7 p.m., normally I would be on the air at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. But I was having some technical difficulty uh, when I first kicked off the show, so I wasn't able to broadcast the first part of my show. I would normally have a, a guest speaker on this broadcast each week as well as the Community Corner segment for small business owners and entrepreneurs. So that didn't happen tonight. But we will have uh, Kelly Fletcher's new show that kicks off tonight, since her show would kick off at 7 p.m. anyway. So that worked out just fine. So after the break, the next voice you hear will be that of my new new host on this broadcast. Every third Tuesday of the month, Kelly will be on this broadcast. Every third, no, every fourth Tuesday, I'm sorry. Every fourth Tuesday of the month, Kelly's show will air on this production, Stevie B's Media Production here on Blog Talk Radio. So open your Bibles and open your minds and enjoy the rest of the show. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. This is Terry Jackson, and you're listening to a talk with my sisters on What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Good evening, good evening. My name is Kelly Fletcher, and you're listening to A Talk With My Sisters. I am truly excited and thankful to God to be able to have this platform. I'm thankful to Brother Stevie B for uh, extending this to me. Uh, While this show is dedicated to encouraging, edifying, educating, and helping women to improve spiritually, 
mentally and physically, I am hopeful that it will do the same for the men in our court. Should you have any comments or questions during the show, please feel free to call in at 713-955-0508. Again, that's 713-955-0508. The topic for tonight's show is living in your singleness. And I have two very uh, special guests who have joined me this evening, Annette Williams and Tamara Marsh. Welcome, ladies, and thank you so much for um, being a part of my first show. Um, before we get started, would you mind introducing yourself? Okay. Can you hear me? This is Annette. Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. So um, I am Sister Annette Williams, and I live in Houston, Texas. Um, one of the questions that you asked was to tell a little bit about ourselves and what we do professionally. I am a licensed professional counselor uh, in private practice, and I work with adults and with children. Uh, and things that I'm doing with my life or in my life is I'm heavily involved in mission work, uh, domestically and internationally, and I'm working with wonderful people to start an ex-offender program, uh, reintegration program for uh, individuals who are baptized behind bars, and, and once they're released from prison, we receive them on the outside to help them, uh, you know, reintegrate into the church and into society, and that's called the Joseph Project Houston. Okay, okay, and I did see that. Um, and I, I have shared that also on my Facebook page. So thank you so much. And then, uh, Tamara. You're welcome. Hi. Good evening, everyone. I'm honored and humbled to be serving tonight. I'm Tamara Marsh. I'm a native of Louisville, Kentucky. I currently live in Atlanta, almost 25 years. I attend the Boulder Crest Church of Christ, where Dr. Kelvin Teamer is our minister. I've been married to the Lord for almost 42 years, um, November the 29th coming up. Professionally, I am an HR training manager for course design with AT&T. I've been with AT&T for 16 years. Single, never married, no children, but I am the proud aunt of one nephew who is 14 and two nieces who are 8 and 11, and they are future track and field stars. So be out on the lookout for the for the Riley gang, the Riley, Nava, and Eliana Burton gang. Remember okay. those names. <laughs> okay. Well, thank, again, thank you, ladies, both for being a part of uh, this show. I really appreciate it. Um, now on to the, the topic uh, at hand, living in your city. I know this topic is important to me because, for one, I've never been married. And for a long time, my focus was, when am I going to get married? When am I going to meet him? When is he going to show up? And it's only been within, I say, the last three years that I really had to take a step back and look and ask myself, what am I focusing on? And while I'm focusing on trying to be married, what am I missing out on? So I had to change my focus and start thinking about other things, basically living. I had to start living instead of just focusing on going to get married. So let me ask you, when you hear the phrase living in your singleness, what, what does that mean to you? And I, I'll start with the name. Tamara. Oh, I'm sorry. You were breaking up a little on me. I'm sorry about that. Um, mm-hmm. In that statement alone, when I was thinking through this, the word that came to mind in this statement, which stood out the most to me, was living. And we have to recognize that God has given us each day a life that has to be well-lived. Uh, we have to recognize that as a single person, or as anybody for that matter, you have a voice, and God has already made you complete, and you have to live life more abundantly. 
and understanding that you are married to Christ before you are married to a mate, if that is in his plan for you. Uh, you have to learn to redeem the time, and you have to change your perspective, um, uh, being committed to spiritual growth, personal growth, professional growth. You have Amen. to put uh, the, as Lizzo says, the sing in single. <laughs> you have to embrace your season. So. That's what how I would respond to that. I mean, there's so much more I can say about it, but I'll, I'll stop there. Okay, and 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 you're more than welcome to to keep sharing. Um, Annette, do you, what what are your thoughts on that on that phrase? My thoughts are that living in my singleness means enjoying every aspect of my life as a single person. Mm-hmm. I look at singleness differently because I was once married, and uh, that ended, you know, with a spouse who was unfaithful. And so when I think about what I endured uh, as a married person who was subjected to a spouse who was unfaithful, I look at this single life as a place of peace. Uh, I know that I could not have been about God's business the way that I am now had I stayed in that relationship. Uh, and, and so I look at this singleness as a gift. Um, I also look at it from single women who have never been married, their their perspective, and I understand wanting to have a husband and a family and, you know, a confidant and so on and so forth. And I always say to them this, God is possibly sparing you from something that you do not need in your life. Mm-hmm. So you have to start living. And if we say we are married to him, then that means that we're going to stop pining over not having somebody and that we're going to be about his business and find joy mm-hmm. and fulfillment in serving him. Every day should be about what can I do for God this morning? What can I do for God this minute? Uh, but too many of us are wasting time pining over something that, you know, may or may not be ours, and it's just wasted time. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. And I, I I so agree with that because I feel like that's um, what I've done personally. Um, I've spent too many uh, hours uh, and too many years waiting to see, okay, is this going to happen for me? Okay, I'm this age. Is it going to happen this year? You know, and each year, is it going to happen? And that's why I said, you know, and I'm thankful to God that, uh, like I said a, a few years ago, you know, I, I had to take a step back and, and figure out, okay, what am I doing? And what am I focusing on? And what am I I'm, I'm missing out on other things? Because, as you said, Annette, timing. <laughs> Over when is it going to happen for me? Uh-huh. And that's just not a, you know, that's just not a, a good way to live. It's okay to be, it's fine to be married. You know, it, uh-huh. it's not instituted. So it's fine to be married, but God doesn't want us spending our time wondering when. And you brought up a, a uh-huh. really good point, you know, as when he talked about in First Corinthians 7, Mm-hmm. What married can do, and what we should be doing, and that is uh-huh. ways to Kelly, mm-hmm. yes, ma'am. Kelly, this is Tamara. It it mm-hmm. comes from a good place because modern day culture and even past culture was all about being married, and so uh-huh. you feel that you feel that pressure. Uh, I've talked to many Christian single women and men uh, about even in our church culture, when you're in corporate worship and the Mm -hmm. prayers in corporate worship are all about family, when was the last time you heard someone say a prayer about praying for the singles? And Uh I've I've actually addressed that with leadership, and they've been very receptive of that. Uh, but it comes from a, it definitely comes from a place 
because that's all you have around you. So if you allow that to internalize you in your mind, then, of course, you will be pining. You will be pining over that. So you have to really change your perspective and not let this culture dictate to you that you're only you only have value if you're married with children and and I know they may not mean any harm in in that, but it's it's just all around you and you have to really go against that or, or go against the grain on that. Agree. Okay. I want to interject a couple of a couple of points, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah. I, I, I agree with you 100%, 100%. And we have historically uh, said to young women, your biological clock is running out. Uh, yeah. If you're not married by a certain age, you're an old maid, uh, nobody will want you, and so on and so forth. So we have put this unnecessary pressure on young right. women to marry but we have not done our due diligence in saying, but you want to marry somebody in the Lord. And if this person is not in the Lord and if they can't help you make it to heaven, don't marry. So let's talk about how you can live a single life for God and be happy and also upbuild the kingdom. The other point Mm -hmm. I want to add is when God put this uh, ex-offender ministry on my heart, He put it on my heart because I know there are programs, Church of Christ programs, in the prison system that are baptizing men and women, all right? Mm -hmm. But I want to address Mm -hmm. the men. Sixty-five percent of black and brown men are incarcerated. And we Mm -hmm. know, we know that not all of them went there on a guilty charge. We know that some of them went down ten years for a piece of bubble gum or something like that, right? So if 65% of our men are there, what are we doing as a church to help restore or to help keep those people in the body so, number one, we can build the kingdom through workers? But number two, if we groom them, we support them, we embrace them, we can also groom some good husbands for our single women. That has to be the mindset, and that's that's our goal for this program, is to not only help them stay on the straight and narrow, but we're hoping indirectly that we can help some of our single women uh, get connected with some good Christian men who can help them, as I said earlier, make it into heaven. Amen. 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 And that's the the goal. I mean, because... uh, while while I am living in my singleness, I'm making sure that my mind is right. What I'm what I'm doing is clear that my focus is on God. So that if because I know God has a win for all of us. The win might be now, it might be later, it may not be never. But I want to make sure that I'm prepared. Or if ever he does bring a mate for me, but until that time, I just have to serve him and live for him. That is so, so on point. It's so yes, on point. Yes. Because yes. we have so many single women who are saying, "Oh, I want a godly man. Oh, I want this." But why would God put an ungodly woman with a godly man? Mm-hmm. So right. you have to do some self-examination. Mm-hmm. Am mm-hmm. I where I need to be spiritually to help my spouse or, you know, if that's mm-hmm. what God has planned for me? Or am I just uh, a piece of rag who just wants to be with somebody just because? He's not going to do that either. So right. uh, you, you're so on point. You, you have to do some self-analysis and take this single time to work on you. Right. Mentally, spiritually, physically, work on you. Right. Because right. if God does send them, you want to be ready. Exactly. And, and, and I know and we're – And I'm, I'm sorry, I was just going to say, you can also ask yourself, or I can ask myself the question, would I want to marry me? Am I somebody hmm. that I would be 
Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. uh, self-examination questions. And then I, when I ask myself that question, I have to be honest with myself. That's right. And say, you mm-hmm. know what? I might not want to marry me right now. I got a few of this and this that I need to take care of before I can try to help somebody else to uh-huh. make it into Because yeah, why you gotta, we got to work together to, to help each other fix each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to you got to allow this time. We're we're wasting a lot of time dwelling on that we're not married, and we need to stop it right now. Yeah. We need to <laughs> yeah. start. Being a better you. Right, and what right. does that mean? That means more prayer. That means more studying. That means fulfilling the mission of discipleship. That means uh-huh. godly life. And I do find that we as women are moving in that direction. And I want to encourage our men to do that also. And I want to right. encourage our men to encourage other men. Uh, especially the married men. I want the married men to start mm-hmm. encouraging the single men right. on how to be godly and right. making the norm virginity and celibacy and not right. sowing your wild oats. Because most of our women, we're well prepared. We have enough classes. We have enough women telling us what we need to do as wives. We've been very observant to what we're seeing. But I'm praying and hoping that that same master operating procedure mm-hmm. is used for our men. And Amen. I'm not fussing. Well, I'm encouraging. I'm not Amen. bashing. I'm right. right. <laughs> and right. I'm saying this with a Tabitha Brown smile. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tamara, I want to add to that. I agree with you 100%, a 1,000%. <laughs> but I want to say this piece. Young single women and young women, period, mm-hmm. you are in control. You have to be in control. Amen. Why would you want to be with someone who is going to agree to sin with you? And why would you agree to sin? You understand what I'm saying? So even if you do meet somebody who is in the church and he wants to fornicate, you don't have to fornicate. And you're afraid that you're going to lose your opportunity because you have to ask yourself, what am I really losing? You know what I'm saying? And and we go there every time where, you know, we just ask for forgiveness. Now you're playing with God. You so, gotta be accountable and, to and, one and another. That's right, that's right. And and honestly, many of them are hoping that you're that kind of woman who's gonna say no. They're hoping that's that right. you are so that right. you won't be just somebody else that they have put they can put a notch on their belt and say, Yeah, mm-hmm. I did her and I did her too. So right. you are in control of that and have some, you know, my mom, my mom used to say, have some gumption. Say, no, I'm not doing right. that. I love God more than I love you. And I want to live, uh, you know, spotless and blameless in his eyesight. Don't be afraid of losing because you're really not losing anything. That's right. And those conversations should take place early on, not after mm-hmm. I'm emotionally tied into you. That I'm willing to sell my soul. <laughs> That's right. Well, it looks That's a like whole nother podcast. <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast. Well, we like just because he holds your hand or just because he gives you a kiss on the cheek, you are not married. Well, and we go from zero, zero to 900 just because we go to lunch with somebody. And all of a sudden, you're planning your wedding. Wait a minute. Didn't, didn't you just meet him last week? All right. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> so we have so a break, and we've only gotten one question. So thank you, Lord, because I appreciate the dialogue. Um, but we'll go through, and um, we'll be right back to take any questions uh, or comments that our audience might have. 
this is Archer, and you're listening to A Talk With My Sister on What A Word From The Lord Radio Show. Peace and love. Before we go to our next uh, question, I just want to find or ask our audience if you have any questions or comments. Okay, so we'll go on to our next question for um, Annette and Tamara. So um, one thing that I I thought about was um, Paul, in 1 Corinthians 7, um, we know that being unmarried is not a bad thing. Um, what do you say to those who might view being unmarried as being less than someone who is married or believe that they would be a better person if they were married? And whichever one can start first. Well, this is Annette, and what I want to say about this is I guarantee you that if some of the single individuals go and talk to some of the people who are married, some of the married yeah. people will probably tell you they wish they were single. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think in large part we get caught up in the pomp and circumstance of marriage, the dress, the planning, the reception, the having fun, oh, choosing the colors. And we don't mm-hmm. think about that not only am I committing the rest of my life to being with a person, but, you know, the dog side might come out on that person. I married that. Or right. the schizophrenic side may come out. I married that. Right. If I don't take my time to get to know him, the abusive side might come out. I married that. Right. So right. I, I think that it is a good thing. I think we have turned it into a bad thing because mm-hmm. we fornicate and that causes mm-hmm. us to be in sin. We don't understand what marriage is, so we jump into a marriage and then two weeks later we're out again. So right. I think that it is a good thing, like I said, we've turned it into a bad thing. Now, I want to I speak to this just quickly and then I'll turn it over. I think that the church as a whole needs to do a better job, as one of you said earlier, about supporting the singles. Mm -hmm. And let me say this, too. As a single woman who is busy for the Lord, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying that this is a life I've chosen. As someone who is busy for the Lord, when I go to leadership to ask them a particular question, I want to say to our married folks, our married women, don't think that somebody who is single is after your husband. Right. If your if your husband is in leadership, then that means he has to talk to everybody at the church. Mm-hmm. And I've experienced that where I've had some sisters who will rush up and they will get in the middle of your conversation, like stand between you. It's like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Ma'am, it's not even that kind of party. I'm trying to do something spiritual. So we have to do, we have to, seriously. I'm trying to, and, and then you get this, you know what I'm saying, and it discourages you to where you want to retreat and not do anything. Well, again, we have to do a better job in the body of Christ of addressing our single population. We have to make them feel like they are part of the kingdom by organizing things for them to do. We have to build better relationships between our single people and our married people, you know, mm-hmm. whatever that is or whatever that looks like, fellowship or whatever. But as I said earlier, marriage is, singleness is not a bad thing. We've turned it into a bad thing because of all the stigmas associated with it and all of the mm-hmm. you can't do this, but you need to do that. Right, right, right. Emma? Um. I'm wrestling with this fact about the question you asked about being less, viewing it as being less than someone who is married. Um, If you feel like you're less, how are you going to add value to someone in marriage? That's what I I think through. I try to think about that. Um, You need to work on your wholeness 
Right. As I mentioned, God has already made us complete in Colossians 2.10. Well, we are, we're all mm-hmm. complete in mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we have to allow this time, redeem this time, focus on this season, and build a better you. Right. So that right. if it is in God's will for you to be married, your lives will both be enhanced. And not depleted. Right. That's a good and, thing, Paul, um, and a good uh, preface sorry. that is a good preface to that is before mm-hmm. you get married, is it really marriage or is it really relationships? yourself in your relationship with your parents, your co-workers, your friends. Take a look mm-hmm. at those relationships uh-huh. Uh-huh. and ask yourself, are you bringing value to those relationships? And even, are you bringing your value to re- your relationship with God, most importantly? Uh-huh. That's where it all starts. Right. So you won't have these feelings of inadequacy. So I think you would have to really do some self-reflection uh-huh. and recognize uh-huh that you have to work on the value in you in order to share that with someone. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I don't want, I wouldn't want my spouse to not bring anything to the table. Uh-huh. I want to receive that and I want to give it. Right. Right. Check your relationships. I think that's really what it all boils down to. Your your vertical relationship with God and the value you bring to him. Mm -hmm. And your horizontal relationship with people as a whole. Right. Right. Amen. Let me interject something, too, just to go along with what uh, Tamara said. This mm-hmm. kind of ties into question number five. I want to talk about sex because okay. probably mm-hmm. one of the hardest things for someone who is single is to stay celibate. Right. And mm-hmm. that is a struggle. Mm-hmm. But if you surround yourself with people who are like-minded, who are doing things that are spiritual, and you make right. the commitment that you're going to be about God's business and you keep yourself busy, I can right. just be completely transparent and tell you it rarely crosses my mind. Rarely. Amen. Because Amen. I'm so busy and always thinking of things to do and, and you know, I don't want to go down that path. Uh, right. So that is a struggle for many single people. And and mm-hmm. it's keeping us from really building that relationship with God, you know, a true unadulterated relationship because we keep dipping back or we know who to call or, well, I'll go ahead and hit this and then I'll just ask God for forgiveness or whatever. So you have to practice some restraints. You know, like Paul says, you got to practice some restraints. And it's not something that you're going to just get overnight. You just don't say, I'm done with sex. I'm done with fornicating. This mm-hmm. is a lifestyle change. And, right. and, again, you pray yourself through it. Call somebody, you know. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to add that when I was thinking about number five where it talks about what are you doing for yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually? Amen. And I want to add to um, what Annette just said. Um, we definitely want to go to God in prayer for wisdom, knowledge, and discernment. And uh, I, this is going to sound kind of funny, but it's going to make sense. Would I go to God about a guy I'm seeing and we're getting ready to have sex, and we say, Lord, please bless our fornication. <laughs> Does okay. that even sound right? That not even make uh-uh, sense. Uh-uh. That makes no sense. Oh, help me live <laughs> through this fornication, because bless. I might take my last breath. Right. God is not going to bless our mess. Okay. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> you can't go to right. A lot of people don't need to be way. doing it. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. 
I need more prayer. I pray to God. My but you want pray. a godly man. Right. You want a godly man. You want a husband. Right. You've been going along with that. You're going out getting, you know, some of us getting these guys who are not even uh, Christians, and then right. you want to fornicate with them, and then they want to get married. Well, I can't marry you unless you're a member of the church. Okay, well, what have you done? <laughs> you have lost your influence. Right. Your primary responsibility is to teach him about Christ, not sleep with him. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you want to know why. To... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just thinking, you know, it's just a mess. And we keep doing the same thing. Uh, Einstein said, you know, you, you can't change stupidity if you keep doing the same thing over and over again. So right. stop. Right. Stop. Because you can't take that back. Mm-hmm. Once, you know, once you do it, then you can't say, oh, and by the way, you want to go to church with me? You yeah. Know, and if he says no, rightfully so. so. Right. And oh, I, I think we're, might say I, I, I think we're, just, I think we're, we're uh, involved in these type of habits because we've, we've told ourselves, ain't no brothers in the church. Ain't no brothers in the church. I'm doing better I'm, I, because I decided that, Lord, I'm going to change my perspective, and I'm not going to put you in this box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, to, I'm not going to put you in this box, God. I'm going to change my perspective. There are brothers in the church. He just hasn't right. found me yet. If it's in mm-hmm. your plan for him to find me. That's but right. if not, <laughs> I will continue to serve. <laughs> so we have to pray with for wisdom, knowledge, and discernment. And if it's God's will, He'll make that connection for us. But we can't put it. Uh-huh. In the so let's let's uh-huh. stop our thinking, thinking. Uh-huh. And God, with God, He's an impossibility specialist. With Him, all things are possible. Uh-huh. Uh, that brother may not be at your congregation. But he may be at another congregation 20 miles away or even two minutes, two minutes away. You just never know how you can be connected because God is always operating behind the scenes. Right. And that's it. And Tamara, your Boaz might not be black. (laughs) Your Boaz might not be black. (laughs) And so, you know, we want to hang around the same campground and it's two or three male campers there and 50 female campers, and we just hoping, well, I hope you'll choose me. Your Boaz might be, like you said, down the street, and he might not be black. And so that's right. That and means you right. need to be networking with other Christians at other congregations, not to just right. go find a husband, but, you know, but, but right, just to right. go and meet your brothers and sisters and, and get involved, and God might mm-hmm. send that person to you. Amen. Amen. And, and with our with our virtual experience, we have so many Zoom conferences. Those could be opportunities as well. So you know, those are great opportunities to take advantage of because you get to hear uh-huh. people from all over the world. For those of us who are still in virtual land, hoping to get back. Uh-huh. To uh-huh. <laughs> right. Yeah, and and your boss might be waiting for you to convert him. Exactly. Amen. You see what I'm saying? He may be out there, a good guy on the job that you've been overlooking because he he's not a Christian. Okay, well put in the work. Right. And then be your your evangelistic outreach. You go to that brother and invite him to worship service, or ask to have a Bible study with him. You know, uh, do that first, and then work on converting him, and, and he might be the one that God has for you. And I have a personal testimony for that because a guy when I was in my 20s that I dated, he was actually searching for a church home, and he inquired, and we went to our first spiritual date was Bible study a Wednesday night, and then he came on Sunday. Then he came on Sunday Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and we just had this weekly pattern. In those days where I was not able to make it to Bible study, he went on his own, and within three months he was converted. And fast forward, 2021, he's a deacon. Mm. Amen. We Amen. had 
we had those conversations about sex early on. So I stand before you today to say we had a celibate relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it can be done, but you have right. to have mm-hmm. those conversations early on to be on the same page with that. Right. Yeah. Now I know we have um, we have about five minutes left. It, it went quick. Uh, we the, did. Uh, <laughs> <the> conversation. <laughs> but um, let me ask you both, um, do either of you have any final thoughts that you want to share uh, with our audience? Sure. I just want to say, just know that God has a plan for you, as we read about in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. And Mm -hmm. that plan may be that you may never marry. And I know that's a hard pill to swallow for some people. Mm -hmm. But just know that God loves you and he's going to be with you. Right. Amen. I want to encourage the listeners to inbox me on Facebook. Because mm-hmm. I am always looking for married or single, but I really encourage the single folks to get involved in some of the mission efforts that I'm planning throughout the year. And not just mm-hmm. during the summer, all year long. Uh, mm-hmm. But people look forward to us going to Africa or Peru or, you know, wherever we're going. And we're planning next summer, God willing, to go to Sierra Leone, Liberia, Ghana, and Togo. Uh, and some mm-hmm. of us, I think there are five or six of us who are going to planning to go to Egypt and South Africa in December. Um, and mm-hmm. so it is a, just a great way to meet other Christians abroad. Uh, we do yeah. Peru in January, which is their summer, and work with uh, brothers and sisters. And believe it or not, there are single men out there, you know. Amen. Uh, but Amen. you won't know it unless you get out there and do some work. Uh, right. We do. We, we work at some of the Church of Christ. Uh, foster homes, the Church of Christ orphanages across the state, and it's just so fulfilling. Like I said, it's so fulfilling to to just go out and do God's work and, and to mm-hmm. find your purpose or connect to the purpose that God has or walk into that purpose that God has, and he needs us to fulfill that purpose. So I just want us to be encouraged uh, as single people. You know, we are in, I think, a very good position, uh, and I say that because when it's time to go, I go. I don't have to discuss that with anybody but Jesus. When it's time to go, you know, you understand what I'm saying? And I don't have to debate about that. I don't have to have discussions about the finances. I don't have to do any of those things. Uh, I don't I don't have anybody poking me at 2 o'clock in the morning saying, wake up or turn over. I mean, let's just keep it real. And uh, so you, you're in a good position. Yeah, you're living your life like it's golden. golden, golden. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I know one thing I want to say is, you know, if you want to be married, don't give up on it. Just don't live for it. You know, yeah, yeah. That's, good. that's good. Do do what you do what we're supposed to do as unmarried um, men. Mm-hmm. Um, get the most out of this time that God is that God has given, and. Also, be be present. Just don't exist. You know, you you, you want to make sure that you're present and that you're living, and you're just not existing. So again, I do appreciate you guys. Uh, I, I really, really enjoyed the conversation, um, and and I look forward to to more. Um, before we close. Um, I love quotes, so I just want to share this quote with you guys. Single is not a planet. It is a word that describes a person who is strong enough to live and enjoy life without depending on others. So embrace what the season of your life has to offer and live. Um, I want to first thank you, Laura, for giving me this stage. And I do pray that tonight's show and future shows will be a great help to those. Um, 
Um, I also want to thank Brother Stevie B for lending a topic for sisters to be a part. What a word from the Lord. Uh, I'm really appreciative of this opportunity. And I also want to thank, again, for their thoughts, uh, insightful thoughts on this topic. And um, I'm, again, grateful for your willingness to share your knowledge and to be a part of the show. Uh, join us for our next show, which is Tuesday, September 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. The topic will be My Keeper is Not Just About Me. Uh, if you would like to be a guest on future shows, please email me at that's all one word at gmail.com. Again, that's sisters.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and I'll now turn it over to Brother Stevie B. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. When I see the light of the morning sun, and I see that everything is fine. Take care of me. 
You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for spending a little time with us this evening in a study of God's Word. I want to thank uh, Kelly and her guests on this broadcast. That was a great show. This was Kelly's first show tonight, and I was really looking forward to hearing uh, what their discussion was going to be like tonight. And I was very impressed uh, with the subject matter. So we're looking forward to having uh, Kelly back on this broadcast. She will be on the air every fourth Tuesday of the month. She will air her broadcast. And I appreciate everyone who participated on the show this evening. What a blessing. This is my prayer that these uh, uh, lessons and the things that were discussed on this broadcast tonight have been beneficial to your spiritual lives and your relationship with the Lord's been strengthened because you're not only tuning in this radio broadcast, but you've given yourself over to a study of God's word. So until we meet again, I pray God's continual blessings upon your lives and that he bless you real, real good. You've been listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show on behalf of my co-hosts, Isa Mullen, Shauna Otis, and Lou Gilberts, and now Kelly Fletcher. We really do appreciate your love and support for these programs. I'm your host, Stephen R. Butler. Good night, everybody. God bless you. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. All right, you worshipers. Time to forget about all the trouble the devil's brought in our life. Give it over to God. Yeah. I want you to know right now, at this time, we gotta give him praise. Let everybody worship. Come on. Come on, saints, he's worthy. Everything, everything, all the pain, all the pain, all the pain, from the Lord Radio Show. You've been listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show, episode 208.
blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.